When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. The hold that drugs has had on the town of Drogheda has, as you know, changed and ended lives, culminating in a turf war between two rival gangs, leading to a bloody feud. The impact of this scourge is manifold, but really got beyond anyone's definition of acceptability when a 17-year-old boy, Keen Milrady Woods, was murdered, mutilated, dismembered and his body parts left in different locations. It was time to bring this to an end and the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, commissioned Vivian Guerin to engage a scoping exercise and to make a report on what could be done to bring about the end to the many problems as a result of the drugs problem in the town. Vivian Guerin Uh, made 72 recommendations in his report in May gone by. Helen McEntee, as you know, is on maternity leave. The stand-in minister is Heather Humphreys, and she announced that Martin O'Brien of LMETB will host new structures to deliver service in line with the Guerin report last Friday, and the minister also announced that Michael Kyo will chair the implementation board. The minister has said she is not available and will not take uh, questions on this uh, approach until the report has been published, which will be on Wednesday of next week. Michael Kyo will be available to us sometime after Wednesday of next week. Martin O'Brien, though, is uh, the Chief Executive of the Louth and Mead Education and Training Board, and he's uh, agreed to an interview this morning. And a very good morning to you, Martin, and thank you indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. Uh, Vivian Guerin has said that there's many gaps in services and that the services that are there need to be coordinated and there needs to be a look at introducing new services in line with that. Now, I take it that's your role and where you come in. You know, good morning, good morning, Michael, and good morning to to all, to all of your listeners there, and, and thank you for scoping out. You know where where all of this was is currently at, and indeed the, the sadness that underpins all of it, and the devastating effect that it's had on on Drogheda and the area. So, where will LMETB come in? Just to address your <coughs> your uh, question there, uh, LMETB will provide an office in Drogheda. They will recruit a coordinator. Uh, when we have approval to do that, we would expect that coordinator will be appointed through the, the usual uh, uh, appointment process uh, and be in situ uh, for, to, to support this board uh, by September. This is the Safety and Wellbeing Implementation Board that Giran talked about. 
Yes. Right. That's, and that, as I understand it, that's a, a high-level board uh, that, uh, and again, I don't want to, to sort of uh, prejudge what Cabinet will decide next week on the implementation report, but uh, I, I sort of anticipate that the Department of Justice will, will uh, communicate out to the various agencies or bodies and ask for people to be nominated to come in and sit on that board. board would be chaired by Michael Keogh and this coordinator would provide the support, the coordination, the secretarial end of things to them, if you like. Right, uh, and uh, the guards that, will that be... That may change, of course, you know, but yeah. that's just where I'm at on it at the moment. Well, know? if Gerard's recommendations are followed, uh, the guards will be represented, the probation service, uh, the council, HSE, TUSLA, yourselves in uh, the Loudmead Education Training Board, LLP, and uh, youth services, as well as uh, the Department of Justice now, the coordinator then will set to work about establishing four subgroups, I think. That, yes, that's my understanding. You're correct in that. And I, I think the, the areas there, uh, just looking, looking at the report, uh, there are four, four sort of key areas identified. I suppose from, from my perspective, uh, those, those areas uh, may be subject to, to change depending on what the needs of the area are and what, what the the views of, of, uh, of local people are and those that are, are are very close to the thing. But the four areas named there in the port is, is policing and drugs, family support, children, young people and education. So that, that's clustered. Uh, area community development, arts and sport, employment, business and, and, and enterprise. So they're the four areas uh, that has been sort of uh, mentioned in the report uh, I don't know whether that is, is exhaustive in that. There may be other areas that need to be in or there may be sort of local community groups. So I think you'll have representation from those agencies except on the subgroups, but also probably the opportunity I would expect for local people very close to it who provide other very valuable supports uh, in the area that they can be included. Okay, and when it comes uh, to young people and the role of uh, that subgroup, uh, they'll have uh, many uh, areas uh, to tackle. Uh, One of them would seem to be the problems in education. Do you accept that education uh, and educators are part of the problem? Well, I I, I see them as part of the solution, uh, actually. And I I suppose just to outline for you and for your listeners the the structures and the way way LME to be operated and what we have in place. And I think across all of the primary and second level schools, they have have similar uh, structures in place. And then we're operating about 18 post-primary schools three institutes of further education, as as your listeners will know, eight youth centres and the regional skills training in Dundalk. And I suppose in in round figures, that accounts for about 12,000 students, 3,000 at further ed, and about 22,000 further education learners. So it's quite a big big catchment. Okay, but but what about the children who aren't in school? Is that uh, because of how the schools have acted or not acted? Well, I suppose there are a whole host of reasons uh, for a particular uh, non-attendance at school. And it, it's, this is something that may be... Well, there's, well, well, there's two that I'm thinking of in particular where the children have been expelled or suspended uh, and then are 
uh, in a situation where they fall through the net and end up being one of uh, the statistics in whatever the story related to the drugs problem is. Uh, do the schools have to take responsibility for that? And I'll just read you part of the Gearan report in which he says the issue of expulsion or suspension from school as well as school refusal by children and young people was brought up by a number of respondents. Some expressed the view that there is a relatively high level of expulsions and suspensions from school in Drogheda and more widely in County Louth. Uh, do you accept that to be the case? Absolutely, I, I do accept it's the case because uh, it wouldn't be in the report if it wasn't the case. I don't believe people went in and, and give uh, uh, in, misleading information to Gearan, and I certainly don't expect that he put something in a report that he wasn't told and that he didn't have evidence of. So absolutely, I mean, if it's in the report, it's there, and we have to face up to those realities. Now, what is in place? And, and let's call a spade a spade on this. There are situations in schools because remember, the state has an obligation to provide for the education mm. of all of the children. Uh, and that obligation, in my view, is being met insofar as is reasonably practical. So That doesn't mean there are not children out of schools. There are some circumstances... Does that mean, though, that you, 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 you were doing as best as could possibly be done? Or is there room for improvement? There's always room for improvement in everything we do in life. You know that, I know that, and all of your listeners know that. And, do you, and do, you, do you accept the recommendation of Gearan, which, Absolutely. I do accept which would be to develop training for your members in and the application of restorative practice aimed at dealing with conflict and addressing issues such as school suspensions, expulsions and refusals? Now, I, I can't speak for all of the schools in Louthan Mead. And it, it would be wrong of me to take on to do so. But I can speak for our own schools. And I know that right across our schools, they have engaged in restorative practice training. They do apply that practice in schools. I look to schools like Leighton, where they are very much in tune and in, in this space. So it's not a case that this doesn't happen. There may be instances where some schools, management and teaching staff have decided on other approaches. But so restorative practice is not just, in my view, the only approach. There's a whole plethora of approaches mm. that can be taken to dealing with the situations that teachers are confronted with on a daily basis. But I think it is fair to say, on behalf of all teachers, that all teachers understand that they are in loco parentis. And that means, for, for all of the listeners out there, that they are in place of parents. And the minute uh, a student comes into a school or any learning environment, all of our teachers right across the country put themselves in place of parents and make sure those children are safe, that they are educated, that they are looked after, Mm. and when they reach the age of maturity or they complete their leaving cert, if you like, that they are handed back as well-rounded, well-developed, educated young people that society can be proud of. That is happening, and I'm very proud to stand behind the teaching community uh, we have out there. But but, but uh, at the same time, whilst recognising that completely, Yes. Is there also? And thank you for acknowledging that. I think that is a very important. Oh point. God, sure, sure, sure. I mean, we all look to the schools and the teachers uh, for great outcomes for our children. There's so many great young people in this country. But what we're worried about here, I think, is the ones who fall through the net. Uh, and my question really is in relation to them: if a school takes what must be a terrible decision for the teacher, the principal, the school board, etc., to suspend or expel a child from school. Has the system failed that child? No, I, I don't believe it has failed the child because 
there are certain students for whom the second level education system does not work and their needs can be better met in a different environment. For example, there are opportunities for these young people to go to, for example, Youthreach. They take a different uh, okay. certification program. Youthreach does uh, an exceptional job. Uh, and what, what I see Youthreach doing is it provides for the needs of students that find uh, coping with second level education in the traditional sense. It provides uh, for their needs, but it also uh, de-stresses a very tense classroom situation that can be occurring at second levels and allows the rest of the children of the community get on with their education. And is that where they go, Martin? I, I mean, I'm sure in some circumstances it's not. Well, it is where they go, to be fair. There may be instances out there, but, but not alone mm. that, from my own perspective uh, as chief executive, if a school comes to me or a youth reach centre and they say, you know, we have a child, we really need to get them into Youthreach, mm. we facilitate that. Now, the Youthreach programme uh, starts, if you like, at 16 years of age. That's, that's mm. what the funding is for. Now, what we have done in the past, and, and there are several instances of this right across Loud and Mead, not just in Drogheda, where schools have come with children as young as 15 mm. and said, uh, look, look we, the child needs uh, assistance and support yeah. here. Uh, the school can't cope, can you take them in? And we have signed off on that and took them in, mm. albeit a year too soon. Okay. And the department, and indeed the Department of Fordham Herod, have supported us in that. Okay. Now, Martin, we get audited, we get checked out, because this is public money for all of this, and it, it is uh, passing the test with both the Controller and Auditor General, mm. and it is supported this course of action, and the CEO has discretion in that regard, and I do exercise that discretion. Okay, Martin, I, I'm sorry because I've run out of time. We have to go to headlines, the nature of radio programmes and so on. But I hope you'll keep in touch with us over the course of the next week, months and years, no doubt, uh, for as long as these recommendations continue to be implemented. Uh, and thank you indeed for joining us this morning. And thank you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you very much indeed. Martin O'Brien is the Chief Executive of LMETB, the Louth and Meath Education and Training Board. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.